it's an amazing credible session if you need to discover who the f you are and like what your essence is not in a weird way like this is legit awesome stuff you guys should definitely invest in that hey guys so this is a crazy twist to the money brew show we're reacting to the actual video our audio cut out with the bluetooth headphone i had in which is super disappointing i'm so sorry guys however i'm going to make this worth your while we're going to capture some of dave's super in-depth answers and uh yeah let's just jump right into it switch the intro Dave has over 24 years in business development experience. He's a mortgage banker. He's been a mortgage banker for, for 16 years. He spent the past 10 developing products in the pet industry. And he has created, branded, and established sales for two products that have generated over $16 million in revenue. So that's a lot of revenue. He's, uh, he's even got some testimonials uh, on Cat Letter Products, uh, Chapter 1 of God With You At Work and Andy Mason. This is like super awesome stuff. So he's the CEO and the president of North America Sales for Authentic Sales LLC. Uh, his pet products, sales and marketing company. Dave is all about creating safe places for business people to be vulnerable, vulnerable and real about their struggles and brokering the truths of heaven in exchange for their limiting beliefs and fears. Guys, this is like super awesome. Dave, I know your, your, your bio keeps going and you mentioned the kids. What, how did I do? Did I, did I get it? Yeah, you nailed it. I, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, that's like the highlight reel. And of course there's a lot of low moments in there too, that, uh, that all of us experience, but definitely that's the results and I'm proud of them. Dude, I'm so proud of like being able to have you on the show, honestly. Okay, Dave. So this is you reacting to the Nando's. What would you say about it? Oh, the Nando's. Let's see. That is the Peri Peri sauce, right? That's this one here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I loved it. I actually don't normally like hot sauce. I, when I saw the XX on it, I thought, uh-oh, uh, this is going to be like the hot one show. But actually, this was delightful. It was a nice, nice kind of spice. Spicy, spicy. I liked it. Yeah, I think you gave it like, I want to say you gave it like a seven or eight. I can't remember. Um, I'm going to jump into the next question I had for you. So I'm going to do rapid fire. It's going to be really tricky for you, but you can do this. I, I practice this on my okay. own. <laughs> um, you'll see like I drop questions and then you go for okay. them. And if you miss something, it's okay. Great. Nice. There we go, guys. There's an eight. Um, and that's going to lead us to uh, our rapid fire and then we'll go into some deeper stuff. So rapid fire Q&A, here we go. Time to get right into it. So Dave, what, what's your guilty pleasure, brother? Any favorite treat? I'm pretty sure that I said ice cream. Uh, oh, ice cream for so, sure. Ice cream. Yeah, wow. ice cream. Yeah. I can't get enough of it. <laughs> and then you say something funny. That's so awesome. Did you ever try Wild Works out here? They have that. Oh, you're talking about the IPAs. You talk about like what IPA? Oh, like. oh, that's right. I didn't say ice cream. Well, that's one of my other ones. So actually, my I was talking about a beer called Widowmaker. It's an IPA, and yes, that yeah. is. Yeah, I'm currently not doing alcohol at all, so that didn't even come to my mind. That's good. And I'm also I'm on a break from alcohol, so yeah, you have to break. Even I like because then I mentioned Wild Works and all that stuff. Okay, let's see what's the yeah, next. Yeah, that's right. I'll actually just run it off through. Yeah. Okay. So, so okay. Our favorite color, blue. Favorite restaurants? Uh, favorite restaurants. Uh, I really like a restaurant called The Habit. 
Okay, and then activity. Or, uh, favorite activity would be body surfing. That's right. And lately, it's been badminton. Nice. Yeah, you're body surfing and badminton. You're super active. Like I know you like even do triathlons and stuff. It's just crazy. Breakfast or no breakfast? That's right. That's right. No breakfast. I intermittent fast. I don't eat until eleven. Oh. Although I just I just made an exception for that by having Marmite. Oh, I so, know. I broke it. Made. I feel very special. Favorite like mentor or celebrity yes. type. Yeah. Um, favorite mentor. Uh, I had a mentor named Todd Screema, who who basically promised me that I would in, when I was in the mortgage business that he would teach me and mentor me into making more money in less time and having happier clients. And we accomplished that. That's that's so cool. And then uh, next big business goal. Uh, two uh, executive retreats this year and and breaking a million dollar top line revenue with my company this year. I love it. Yeah, you guys can find his link for his retreats in our description. Definitely check those out. He brings some high level coaching stuff, which I've definitely taken advantage of myself. South Africa or Redding, California? <laughs> oh, yeah, South Africa, South Africa. I live in Redding. However, and I've never been to South Africa, although I know I have friends that have been to South Africa and you're a friend that I know has been to South Africa and comes from South Africa. So definitely South Africa. Nice. You're like my only guest who like is non-biased. <laughs> so I think we just intro the essence here of Dave, what is it like, you know, about the essence and all that stuff and oh, yeah. what, you know, how does this relate and work? Yeah. So um there's there's a talk that simon sinek gave on on the big why on on centering your business around your why and um it has circles it has a, a, a why circle in the middle and then it has the what circle and the how circle and if you imagine like a bullseye the why was in the middle and i'd been coaching and realizing that um, people struggle with the why they may be able to articulate the why, but they were having trouble living into it. And so I began to get frustrated with that and realized that one of the most powerful ways that you can enhance your why and align yourself with your why is to begin to articulate who you are to yourself. Who are you outside of any role you play? Um, and if you can get clear about that and live into that and do what I call state of being work instead of state of doing work, um, if you dedicate portions of your day and portions of your week to state of being work, you know, uh, and, 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 you know, and a lot of, a lot of business consulting is going this way where it's imagining who you are, uh, describing to yourself who you are, uh, meditating on who you are, um, living into who you are and, 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 and even defining a metric of, did I live true to myself today or did I deviate from who I know I really am? Um, and, and then we and then developed an exercise called the essence exercise and the essence exercise is a way to connect through words that other people give you that are positive traits about who you are. And we end up coming up with an image, a symbol of a group of grouping of words that, that helps you connect to who you are outside of, outside of any words. And the best way I can describe essence, I put a picture, if we put 20 pictures of you up on a wall and ask your best friends and your wife and your family to, to say which one captures Daniel's essence, they would be able to pick out one. And each one might have a different reason, but we have these really subtle things in us that are beyond roles. Um, and when you connect to it, it, it empowers everything. And when you begin to attach meaning to that, you can attach meaning to your who and meaning to your why. 
and then your hows and your what's become more supercharged with who you really are. That is so powerful. Now, I think I give a clever response. I'm sure there, so you I'll do. let me do that. This is the Biltong Yuck to Yum taste test. Yeah, <laughs> I always have something to say. Um, so this will be the Biltong reaction, and I'll let you. <laughs> so yeah, you go for the Biltong. And I think you even mentioned like in the segment, like your meats have kangaroo yeah. uh, products in them, and and then we drop that like if your dogs eat that dog food they have a kangaroo like uh, sorry australian accent yeah yeah we talked in there about about eat, me eating my dog treats um and and kangaroos like one of the leanest most amino amino acid filled meats there are so um i i have some of the other products you gave me but i don't actually have that wow. jerky because it's all gone it's all gone a biltong i've been making biltong i have a maker in my house so after that segment in the biltong i wanted to show you like what a real life oh, one cool. looks like before cutting it and it looks like this it's a um so you hang it with these things that i sanitize and then uh, i hang them for like i think five days and then they, you cut them open and they're ready to wow. go and they're super good um what you can see yeah. around it is all the spice and i don't have any clue i don't Great. have any clove on this one <laughs> So it would be way, that's awesome. like, way more interesting. That's very cool. I love that. That's uh, and that's a South okay. African thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. We do this all very the time. Cool. It's kind of like traditional. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know you like, I think you liked it quite a bit because you must have finished it fast. <laughs> the only thing I didn't like was the, clo the, the, the clove taste. There was some cloves in there that, yeah. that I did not I like. remember that now. Yeah. This is kind of, I think I was talking about, this is a really powerful segment. I think I asked you about what it took where did you like how, how did you get to where you're at the right. whole journey and then we stopped halfway about the groups thing and then we go into the next one yep that sounds right so i'll let you just kind of elaborate on your success story kind of the journey you went yeah through. yeah so you know the, the mortgage industry 16 years in the mortgage industry came to an abrupt end it took me two years to exit but 2007 2008 2009 um, just a devastating year in terms of of outward outward things i i ended up divorced um i had most of my money invested in real estate even though i wasn't highly leveraged it was in california real estate a little bit in oregon i watched my equity disappear because my income pretty much dried up for two years i i blew through my reserves and then i ended up selling most of my properties i kept my vacation home and my primary residence and then eventually ended up auctioning both those off. So by the time all the dust settled, I my career was done, my marriage was done, and everything that I'd owned was gone. And um, so I was in a place where I needed to surround myself with people that were praying. Uh, I actually now do that all the time. It wasn't at the time I wasn't doing that as much. Um, and from that place of just deep intimacy and prayer and and really crying out to God is when I. Is when is when things developed with the cat litter like i've mentioned you know on this podcast it the i the place i was working uh you know even even getting to the place i worked was a miracle because i was going to transition into financial services probably financial planning of some and uh, in my prayer time i i followed a hunch from prayer and i went and met with a walnut farmer who hired me at a at a low five digit salary to sell his byproducts as walnut shells he he, he was a big walnut farmer he owned several thousand acres but I, I i took a direction i never expected because god said to me i'm going to provide for you from the from the ground um, so i followed a hunch 
uh, from that. Uh, the cat litter was birthed out of that. And, and now, you know, here I am 11 years later, I own my own company and we, we sell and distribute and market uh, pet products. So um, a pretty wild ride. And, you know, I think it's being open, like I said, you know, about product development, it's, um, it's, it's being open to going with your gut, trusting hunches, following through on them, you know, and that's my definition of faith, whatever your spiritual beliefs are, wherever you get your sourcing, um, that there, there are the, the way we're wired is we are emotional gut following creatures and we can't always trust it, but, but it's, it's worth, uh, entertaining those, those gut feelings. Um, and I've, I've gotten good at that. Um, I've gotten good at following and, and understanding who I am. And when that spark and that passion comes taking action on it. And, um, and, and it's important. We've talked about this before, Daniel, you and I about how important it is, no matter what you're doing, whether you're you're doing a nine to five job to pay the bills and, and in your spare time, you're doing your passion project. It's staying true to who you are and keeping that passion alive that it, it I don't, I, I call it energy out, energy in, but when you're flowing in that, opportunities just seem to happen. And it's, it's hard to understand how they happen. There's not a formula for it, but hard work and trusting your gut, I think are two critical pieces to it. Love it. Okay. This is where we jump into tasting the arrow. It was like a lighter chocolate. Yeah. And I think, yeah, I think you, how did, what did you think about that one? I really liked it. I don't normally do sweets in the morning. So I was like, oh, but actually it wasn't, it was pretty, pretty mild sweetness. Um, it was, it was creamy. I liked how it, I mean, would have loved it like after dinner or something. So it was hard to do it in the morning, but definitely loved it. Cool. And I think, I want to say you gave it like a six. Or I think six. I gave it a six. If I, if I'd had it at nighttime after dinner, it might've been an eight. So apparently my scale is subject to how I feel. And I guess that's how we all are. Some of those, some of those scales, some of those scales <laughs> are depending on the mood and the day and what have you. So it's interesting to go back and revisit this. Correct. I think I'll let you just carry uh, talk about something you want to. Yeah, I actually want to talk about you, Daniel, and this is not to put you on the spot, but I actually want to, for your viewers, I want them to understand what a cool stellar guy you are. Um, my experience with you, um, I mean, I think we maybe met four years ago, five years ago, something like that. We both, you know, we had spouses that worked together and then we met through our, through our spouses. Um, and you weren't married to your, she was your girlfriend at the mm -hmm. time, not your spouse, but now, now you guys are married. Um, but I just want to commend you for following your passion. I, I see a ton of, um, just care and love and value for your listeners in this podcast. Um, and, and, um, I was actually a friend of mine who does podcasts and has done them for a while and is struggling to get viewers. And I said that the work that you've done into this to mix it up, to have, to have like, you know, quick, quick answer stuff, to have tasting, to add humor to it. Um, it's very engaging. It's very, um, it's fun to be a guest on your podcast. So I just want to commend you for, um, and that word hybrid is a significant one. Um, you know, so I just, Thanks. I guess I just yeah, want to say good job, you know, and, and to the people that are watching, like let Daniel inspire you to go after your passion project, you know, and just keep refining it. I mean, we've had some technical difficulties on this, but it's not stopping you. And here we are doing it. And I, I'm all for that. Like, yeah, I wanted this episode because I knew kind of who you are and people are going to discover more of that. Like when they go down the journey of looking at your website and kind of engaging with some of the things you do. Um, this is like one of the final segments and we talk about, uh, we actually pull out, uh, let's see, this 
we get the website oh, yeah. data grind from Manny the Mannequin. So we'll quickly watch that. We won't have to go. We won't have to go through the data yeah. grind because we've already done it. Maybe at the end, I'm going to ask you like, hey, do you have any other questions? And then we could okay. do like a cool little closing. So here we are with the data grind. This is Chewy.com. Uh, that's the right side. Hey, Dave. Okay. So this is a phenomenal company. Um, what we're going to do is just look at the website. Okay. So if you guys are in products, I want you to look at this very carefully. Usually these websites don't have. So like I think we reveal this. There's no address. And then sorry, uh, you kind store. of say the name of the so company. Keep that and in then... mind. You have an account. So like if you're a marketing or you're the, the startup company, you want to think so very yeah, carefully so about how does our demographic relate and engage? And what is like something that's drawing my attention? This first uh, okay, one is so the free going, shipping. Going to chewy.com um, and then let me you know, see if I have a pharmacy available for the pets. I think that's huge added value. So with your products, if you have a product or service, what can you add that's going to like give people an edge on not just buying the product that you have, like the main product. So that's more of like upsells and side sales and things like that. They have gift cards. Um, down here, if you wanted to learn more, there's the About Us page. I find on non-product websites, people visit the About Us right away because they want to see who you are. On this type of these types of pages, they want to you want to get right into the product. Uh, people need to be able to order within a few clicks, like Amazon. If we quickly look at their stats too, this is an amazing company. Look at how much volume they get. They get about 3.2 million searches a month. Um, they also, you know, focus on different interest groups. So like if you want to cr crack into this market, you still have to focus on media entertainment and, you know, news and politics, lifestyle and hobbies. And this is going to be the food category under lifestyles and hobbies. Um, they do some advertising and all of it's very simple. Look at how it's, you know, vet recommended. So they're using uh, social proof like these vets proof our product. You guys should try it out. Um, so this is just giving guys a fun idea. If you're a business owner, share this with your marketing team. Uh, you can kind of get some insights from them as as um, a company. If we go to their normal, uh, let's quickly go back to um, their main page. I'm gonna go to the their competition quickly, and you'll notice very quickly that Chewy.com is right on top of their competition. With big companies like this as well, there's usually a Google search bar right on the side. There's not one for this website and I can tell you why. There's a lot of people who can be very biased with reviews depending on what platform you're on. If you go onto mine, you'll see I have that, but all my market is um, very close to me and they're always leaving me 4.5 to 5 star reviews. Where this is such a big general market, you could get smashed on Google with those reviews. So there's a way to turn those things off. Um, and so let me jump back into this. Look at their their market. Their market is insane. How how much of the market share they have? So their competition is like PetSmart, things like that. Uh, Chewy is Dave. Is Chewy different than like a PetSmart? They, they don't have a physical store, right? That's crazy. I mean, the closest they have are these other ones, but they're not even that close. Like, this is incredible. If an online store can do, what is that? That's probably 50% of what their their main store is doing, the PetSmart. That's incredible. Um, talking about less overhead, you're talking about more margins. So it's definitely interesting uh, to kind of look at this and, and, and understand kind of the demographics of what they're going for. So this is a tool. This is also an affiliate sponsor of ours for the sponsor section. That's the two minute data grind. Um, 
SEM rush if you guys want to check it so out. So should I, should I go ahead and, and uh, do that again? Just just do a do a shameless plugs, shameless plugs. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is your this is your shameless plug great. time. You're lost like. Uh, whatever you well, want to say, I'll, I'll, just do, I'll, do. I'll tell you what, I didn't say this when we did it last time, but it just came to mind. And, and that's kind of how I roll. I, I, I'm very raw and very spontaneous. So um, there's a lot of, um, when it comes to success and money or business or family life, there's a lot of talk about fear and going straight at your fears and overcoming your fears and, and moving through fear with action. Um, and I'm, I'm all for that. I mean, to me, a lot, especially nowadays, a lot of our fears are just illusions. They're being driven by past stories, right? But, um, but my, I'm, I'm even more passionate about shame and shame's different. You, you don't plow through shame because, um, and there's a, there's a, I'm really passionate about. So with shame, shame is like, like. Shane would say, Hey, we had Technics podcast. Um, and that means that, that you, that you are never going to be good. Like it, it, shame always has an identity. Shame doesn't shame says I messed up or no, like, like failure says I messed up. Shame says you are a mess up, right? Shame has this really debilitating. It just kind of takes you down the way that you aim oftentimes is with, well, I made a whole video on this. It's, there's two ways you do it. It's healthy vulnerability, which means when you're stuck in shame and you feel like you can't crawl out and take action, you feel debilitated. You need to do something called healthy vulnerability, which is where you just share your struggle with somebody. And we have to support each other in that. That's healthy vulnerability. Um, the second part of it is um, compassion. So you need to share your struggle with someone that's going to have compassion for your struggle and you need to have compassion for yourself as you're going through the struggle. So it's a softer, it's more of a pause. And, and if you ever find yourself either really, really angry at the whole world, like you're just like, everybody's a bad driver. Uh, everybody irritates you. That's a sign that shame's at work. Or if, um, or if you, um, if you find yourself just wanting to hide from the world, that's another sign. So, you know, the plug is a lot of the work I do at my executive retreats is around identity and shame. So the plug is come to one of my retreats, look me up, come, come seek, seek me out for coaching. We have an amazing group of people that are very accomplished that are not just uh, driven and overcoming fear, but when you overcome shame, you have deeper fulfillment, you have deeper satisfaction. So you get, you get the whole thing. If you, if you just overcome fear, often you end up deeper in shame, but if you can overcome fear and shame, you get, you get the outward growth, you get, you get the prizes that you're hoping to have in life. And you also have a soul that's at peace. I love that. And I think, and then also buy dog treats, buy, buy wag dog treats. <laughs> definitely go and do that guys. I, what I love is that I've done some vulnerable, like in-depth coaching with Dave when I needed it the most. And it's really done so much for getting me out of places like that, where this episode was totally that. I was like, do I give up on this? All that good content that Dave and I had recorded, or do I continue down the journey and try and add value? Do I re-record it? There were so many questions, so many things. And I didn't want to do that because there were some authentic pieces I wanted to keep in the show that I couldn't re-record or that I felt that I couldn't re-record. So I stuck to my conviction and I had to find people to align and help me around me like Bike Shop Agency to make the production actually happen. So once again, another thank you to them, Bike Shop Agency. You can find them bikeshop.com 
agency, go to their website. Phil Fenderen, Peter Romero, these guys are amazing. They do some crazy video productions. Um, these are going to be video productions that you would never be able to accomplish on your own. Sometimes we think we can live stream and we can do all this fun stuff, but they can really do that stuff. So check both of those out. Make sure to go check our short segment where you do a segment where Dave talks about his product company and how he kind of grew that and scaled that as well as uh, it's kind of a double reaction as well, like this video. Okay, that was my closing. But Dave, I have one more thing I have to ask you. We did the Ubuntu section where okay. I said the slang word and then you translated it. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. So Ubuntu, how would you say that in English? Uh, that would be, uh, gosh, I had a really clever answer last time. Uh, that is, uh, just somebody that, uh, is, is, is always smiling and full of abundance in their soul. That's an Ubuntu. That is so good. Actually, Ubuntu means community and integrated community in African and uh, actually in Swati, I think Zulu. But what's beautiful is that word means such so much, right? Like it's such a, Ubuntu can also mean like the circle tribe, right? We have a community of circle, like a circle community and we look out for each other within that circle. So then I follow up that question with what that principle, what is that principle? Do you use that principle in your life? Where have you seen that? Um, what do you want yeah. viewers to take away from that? Yeah, well, again, I'll, I'll go back to vulnerability, which is part of part of how you overcome shame is vulnerability, healthy vulnerability. Oh, yeah. And so when I would say, you know, you, you build connection, you know, it's really great when all your friends are having a good time or you're succeeding in business. But when you get to a place in business where you're having conflict, where somebody's struggling, where somebody might be doing less than their best um, to to try to go and, and encourage healthy vulnerability so that they can they can actually feel totally. safe to share what their real struggle is. And then when you do that, you end up developing a bond. A lot of my, my biggest successes in business were born out of places where either I or the partner I was partnering with failed. And when we navigated it in a way where there was compassion and healthy vulnerability, we ended up forming a bond that allowed us to succeed uh, at a far greater cool. level. Um, so yeah, I, I, that's, I love that's it. my thought on that. I Okay, now before we carry on that video, I wanted to talk to you guys about we used to be able to bond, invest in stocks and bonds and be okay, but bonds are changing completely. So you have to adapt. And so what do you do? I used to follow this uh, strategy with Ray Dalio, which is super awesome, but 40% of it is in bonds. So how do you save your money in this day and age? My thought is to start looking at putting five to 10% of your capital into crypto, potentially for savings. Now there is risks, so do your own research. Next, the company that I use is, like I said, Coinbase to buy, but to invest, there's this new thing where you can stake cryptocurrencies. This website called Celsius makes it super easy because they have different percentages for every coin that you stake. What they do is they lend those coins out and then you get interest on it, or you could lend money from them. I trust this company for two reasons. Alex Mazinski, the owner of the company, he's been around for a long time, started voice over internet protocol. He started multiple companies. So he's in the top three, I think, top four crypto companies. If you want to learn more, go look at the uh, realvision.com. It's got videos about him, who he is. And, and, you know, Celsius is a mobile app. If you sign up and you add, I think it's 200 to your account, you will get 30 or $40 in DAI. DAI is a stable coin, which means it's backed by the US dollar. 
and you can always change that coin if you don't like it once you've put the money in. That's extra $30, $40 in your account. That's it for today. Thank you for watching this. Thanks for staying tuned and uh, the code and link is in the description below. Have fun and have fun investing. Be safe and do your own research. Thanks guys, bye. I, I had one other question, but I have to probably let you go. Um, it was the counterculture and integrating that into your own company. Um, do you have a minute to answer that one in, in a minute? Yeah, I do. I'm just waiting for a call to come in and it hasn't come in yet. So actually, okay. I'll, I'll just take a minute to answer this and then I'll call this person. They just said that they're ready. So, um, so okay. counter, counterculture um, is the, if you want to be countercultural or disruptive is a common word that's used, you need to be disruptive with your own culture. You need to be vulnerable. You need to be willing to face the hard things in you. Oftentimes we're passionate about being disruptive, but in order to really align with that, you've got to get real with yourself about how you're, you're, you're still contributing to a culture that's part of a problem. You have to confront yourself and, and then from that confrontation, you can then approach people that are struggling the same way or, or contributing to something that's out of alignment say that cool it's that thanks, whole idea Dave. If you're, appreciate if you're pointing, you man if you're pointing you're welcome appreciate you too thanks daniel oh, speak soon you're saying if you point the gun <laughs> okay oh if you're pointing your finger at people you've got one finger pointing out at people but you've got four fingers pointing back at you <laughs> <laughs> nice okay cool you have yeah. a good phone call okay, okay thanks bye thank you i'm here for the money